we're talking about Mother May I Sleep with Danger 2016 on Kill by Kill After Dark. Well, greetings and salutations, Internet. Your old pal, Patrick Hamilton, coming to you once again from... Collegeburg, USA. This is the Kill by Kill podcast, but it's After Dark, where we watch an erotic thriller in the hopes that a teen lesbian's untimely end is just the beginning of the jokes that we might make at her expense. And as always, there's only one person I trust that if I'm going to serve homemade pie that I bought in a store with dinner, She will make sure I turn on the oven. The one, the only, Gina Radcliffe. How are you doing today, Gina? I'm good, but uh, I would really love to be a fly on the wall in the the homes and cars of our listeners (laughs) when they hear you say, Mother, may I sleep with danger? And they're like, eh? And you say, 2016. Like, oh. Uh. Again, I gave you the, like, if we're going to talk about this, we can talk about the original. I believe your response was, eh. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I, I don't actually, think the, the first one had any great shakes, but at least no, this one but, is bizarre. But, uh, but, like, it is described, Lifetime it's themselves describes yeah. it as a cult classic, which <laughs> I, I don't know if you could, if the, if the network that, Theo makes something can describe it in those terms. But but I, I feel that when you when you think of lifetime movie, that's mm-hmm. one of the ones that comes to people's minds. True, because people associate it with lifetime. It re-ran on lifetime, but it originally aired on NBC. So it was really at the very tail end of TV movies uh like that, making it to air. I I know that you've kind of covered some on your website in the past, the the three uh, but a few go murder uh, <laughs> movies were kind of in that tail end as well. Yes. Yeah. The Amy Fisher movies. Yeah. Yeah. So um, when this was announced, it somehow passed me by. Like, yeah. I, 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 I never heard of it until you said, Oh, what about the 2016 version? I'm like, hmm? okay. <laughs> but somehow we saw it in the, the guide of our direct TV when this originally aired and we're like, Oh, well, this is something that we need to watch because that, that just sounds ridiculous. And then we, we started watching it about halfway through. I'm like, you know, uh, back, I never really thought that I was going to sit down for an evening and watch softcore lesbian vampire porn with you. <laughs> did, did you put that in your like, Shared moments, couples journal. Yes, I scratched that box off of the magnet that we have on our refrigerator of all the things we do as a couple. Went to France, watched softcore lesbian vampire <laughs> porn. <laughs> oh, man. man alive. And uh, at the time, James Franco perhaps did not have the best reputation. It would only go downhill from there. As and I don't have to say allegedly because he paid these people off and admitted it uh, to a newspaper uh, that he was uh, he, he uh, basically sexual misconduct. He was running an acting school and he pressured young women into having uh, sex with him or at least something approaching sex with him. Uh, it, all of it was shitty. Uh, he lost lots of friends. Hopefully he'll lose a lot of his career. And Somehow, 
And when that was all going on, he was also proposing this to Lifetime and getting getting the guitar the lead guitarist of the Smashing Pumpkins to do the soundtrack for it. He this was in like a, a stage where he was just, you know, in addition to because he's another one of those actors where it just wasn't enough for him to you know, just be extraordinarily good looking. Yeah. You know, he also had to go back to school for like multiple degrees. And then he mm-hmm. was kind of you know, quirkily ironic things like doing a stint on General Hospital. Yes. A- after right. he had already become famous. Whereas, you know, the soap opera thing is something you do that's like in your early part of your career. I mean, that's how no, you start your career. Right, right. There's no shame in it, but that's not something that people generally do after they've already, quote unquote, made it. Right. And then he, you know, he wrote a you know, terrible book that, you know, people said, oh, well, it's, you know, it was, you know, it passed off as well. It was deliberately terrible. I love that. I <laughs> yeah. love when I love when people get as, as a writer who's been struggling as a, a, you know, would be considered a struggling writer for about the past 25 years. I like when people like Sean Penn, for instance, <laughs> and, and James Franco get publishing contracts for just basically writing something that has all the depth of a grocery list. <laughs> and then when you and then when you criticize it, it's like, oh well, you know, it was it was an art project. It was it was it was deliberately bad. And then he pitched a lifetime movie because why not? It's just so droll. <laughs> and he receives a credit as television story, which to be honest with you, I don't think I've seen past 1965. That is not a credit very many people he, get. He has it's- a he has a small part in it, which I don't even think the the character has a name. Right. And is absolutely superfluous to the plot. And yet when you look at the, you know, the copy art for this, he's right there, right in the front. <laughs> he would look like that. He would appear to be the main character. Yes. The, the it, danger of the title, if you will. Right. As if Tori Spelling was going to be asking her now. 60 uh five-year-old mother <laughs> may i sleep with danger that danger being james franco as we our heads bob in this sea of blood and you're like what the fuck is going on here and get used to that because what the fuck is going on here is in question constantly and one of the most erratic and odd bouillabaisse it's a well to 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 to, to, you know to put it in its most simple terms and i Mm -hmm. think we i think we described uh veronica in the same way sure yeah this this is this is very much james franco's personal masturbation folder yes yes yeah this is tarantino's feet all the way yeah you've got it just has to be you've got goth girls uh, you got, which makes no sense because this is you know, presumably in the present, and <laughs> well, they're all they're all dressed like the craft. Yeah, they got, they got the chokers, they got the, the the baby doll dresses, they've got the the leather pants, and it's like okay, nobody dresses like that anymore. Certainly not. You know, I mean, uh, you know, of course it's vampire lore. They're probably supposed to be like hundreds of years old, whatever. They go almost, they, they go in no way into the, the lore. Of no, these none of that so, shit is explained. Yeah, you know, where they come from, how old they are. It, none of that is bothered with that. That's not explained at all. Let's just assume that they are older than they look chrono- <laughs> I, chronolo- I chronologically, but also like they are dressing in a way where you know they should be standing out like everybody should be just you know noticing them immediately and nobody seems to 
Yeah, because they're constantly walking in formation, like they're uh, members of Cobra. Um, <laughs> I don't know how they're yeah, not that, attracting you, attention. You've got that very much that big in nineties, you know, teen movies, mean girls, you know, walking in slow motion through the high yeah. school hallway. Mm-hmm. You know that apparently that made a that, that that shot made a very big impression on young James in the nineties. <laughs> Yeah, he's just like, this because is what I want. Ha- this is what I want. That to happens about nine times in this movie. <laughs> it should be noted that he's not the director per se of this motion picture. Uh, Melanie Atkinhead is listed as the director. And if you're wondering, well, uh, what else has she directed? And the answer is nothing that I'm aware of. <laughs> Or the internet is aware of. So it's not just me. Um, And that is not to say, I don't know who could have made sense out of this weird concoction of masturbatory fantasy and the need, the desperate need to show the drama of college theatrics. (laughs) I just... Uh, this is the this is the uh, the second movie we've covered in uh, which a college production of Macbeth is a uh, a, a focal point. Yeah. Oh wait, no, it wasn't Macbeth. But, uh, no, it was a Greek play. Right, right, right. Felt like Macbeth. It's, yes, still but, very, still very dramatic. But it's still very dramatic, but an infinitely better production in every way, shape, or form than what happens. <laughs> and in you this. didn't have the characters that decided to do some sort of like like. Uh, you know, uh, what was that? Uh, MTV, the grind, like, sort of like <laughs> interpretive sexy dance to uh, a, a, oh. a, a monologue from Macbeth. Yeah. Nothing, nothing is sexier than Shakespeare monologues from college thespians. Also, Patrick, uh, uh-huh. you and I both uh, were, were drama kids. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We, you know, you, I think you probably took a little further than I did. I stopped in my, I stopped around college. I um, probably should have stopped before um, then, but yes. How well of an audition would you have been able to manage if someone was basically fondling you while you're on stage <laughs> in well, front of people? It, it took a lot of convincing for anyone to fondle me <laughs> in private. Now, <laughs> <laughs> to then take that and go, you know what? I think the best idea is I start doing this monologue. No, I haven't memorized it. I'm going to read it off the page, you know, because that's what college auditions do for sure. <laughs> that's what you do that with signs when you're auditioning for a soap commercial, not a theatrical production. But also while I'm doing that, grab my dick a bunch. Like, <laughs> Just get is, on up there. <laughs> get on up there. This movie also has the fucking balls and temerity, all right, to posit that this girl gang of vampires, in order to just get this one girl swapped in, all right, they not only they not only are hovering around her constantly in formation, but audition for a play. In, in, what in, 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 a, in a college that they don't attend. They, yes. they, 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 they just they just hang around the campus. Four random girls, three of whom auditioned to be witches in this place specifically so they can fondle this one girl they want to be in the coven, but leave it to this fourth satellite member to do all the work on. Oh, yeah. Well, here's the thing. You're probably, you know, again, you might have been excited to hear us say we were going to be covering Mother May I Sleep With Danger. <laughs> And then you hear us mention vampires and you might yeah. be thinking, hmm, 
<laughs> no, that this is has other than featuring Tori Spelling in a completely different part. Yeah. Uh, also, mostly superfluous, and she is about as terrible as you could expect. Every time uh, the camera just focuses on her in a mid close up, I just burst out laughing. She seems so out of place in a in a place that she should feel perfectly normal. She's in. She's, at, she's astonishingly miscast as a conservative <laughs> wine mom uh, who, you know, tries to look stunned when her daughter in 2016 tells her she's a lesbian. Yes. <laughs> she just, you know, tries to look shocked. Like she's never heard of such a thing. And again, Tori Spelling about our age, maybe a little younger. Yeah. Somewhere in that vein. Yeah. Um, But yeah, this is, this is not a remake. Uh, it had nothing to do with the original movie. It's just no. James Franco said, hey, remember Mother May I Sleep with Danger? Sure you do. What if it was teenage vampire lesbians in college and they auditioned for the play? Yeah. And, <laughs> and, 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 and you know, the, the vampire aspect is, you know, that's within the first five minutes. <laughs> um, and I, it's to me, it's a complete up. Op- now, I don't, again, I don't recall when this came out. Um, I mean, he may have, you know, it may have been announced and people were like, oh, there's James Franco being quirky again. Mm-hmm, and, but yes. I, I don't think I followed it with any sort of interest or anything. So I don't know if the vampire aspect was promoted as part of, you know, when it was, you know, when it was being, uh, you know, getting, you know, commercials and all. Right. But I feel like this is the opposite of, um, from dusk till dawn, which <laughs> right. I have a very strong memory of going to see from dusk till dawn with a bunch of friends. Uh-huh. And now the 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 uh, the trailers for that very much promoted it as a horror movie, as a horror movie with vampires. Yeah, uh, it takes about forty five minutes before it gets anywhere near vampires. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. If anything, I wish that they had promoted it as being vampires, is involving vampires, because what a wonderful little zag on the audience that would have been. Exactly. But, like, you know, it's a crime thing. You know, they're going to start shooting, but you don't know why. And you assume there's just like a siege picture where these two criminals on the run get caught just below the border and they have to fight their way out. And that would have gotten me to the theater. Right. Um, like, so one of my one of my friends in the group was very irate. And, you mm-hmm. know, in about hour 50, about minute 52, Leans over to me because apparently it was my idea to go see this thing, and yeah. says, "And says I thought you said there's a vampire movie." And I just sort of like looked at him like, "Yeah, <laughs> the commercial said." <laughs> and then Sama High turns into a vampire and you know, yeah, tears out Quentin Tarantino's throat. We were all right again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everything's cool, and now we're but, in a vampire movie. But, but yeah, Where's- the way the way this you know that you know this is a vampire movie is sort of announced. It, it sort of feels like one of those false openers that we see a lot in movies we cover, where where you know it, it seems like this is a movie, and then you realize, oh wait, no, this is a movie that the characters are watching. But mm-hmm. no, this is a this is a you know a, a prologue <laughs> that shows how this girl's turned into a vampire, and then she in turn falls in love with another girl and continues the cycle. Yes, yes, and has the again probably the first time. Uh, I usually uh, Lifetime movies have this preamble, and then it says sometime later, and it's usually eight to nine months. But here it has the. <laughs> Once again, feeling its oats, it goes 
five years later. That's right. Before Endgame did it, Mother May I Sleep With Danger pulled that particular move uh, <laughs> after this initial sequence in which a girl tells another girl, I love you. I want to be with you. Here's a ring. Oh, by the way, I'm a vampire. Uh, I'm going to put my teeth in your neck. Um, this no, no, no. They're not vampires. They're nightwalkers. Oh, that's right. Because vampires are uh, copyrighted, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> like, like werewolf and zombie. <laughs> <laughs> this movie decides to throw vampire lore under the bus. And hey, I don't fucking care. I don't go to uh, a vampire movie to uh, abide by a strict set of rules. Whatever you establish, the rules are. That's fucking well, fine. Well, it's... I, I, like I said, this is this is something that I again James Franco didn't write this, but yeah. you know, his stink is all over it, and and, <laughs> and, and he yeah, didn't write it, but he definitely dictated it to somebody. Right, it you know it's written by a woman, directed by a woman, but it's very much it's very male gazy. Yes, um, but like also Steve Miner looks at this movie and goes, "Wow, that's a lot of butts." Right, like there's a lot of butts, there's a lot of exposed tummies. Yes. You know, the the the, the, the heroin her you know, her shirts never fit properly. <laughs> you know, her her, her her pants are sagging and her shirts are too short. Somehow her pants begin at her upper thighs. I didn't thought, <laughs> think that was possible, and yet this movie posits that it is. And again, in 2016, that was not a look that you were seeing a lot of young women wearing anymore. That was a very 90s thing. With or the, 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 the particularly Paris, the, the pants yeah, the, are the, a 2006 thing. Yeah, the the Paris Hilton very low you know you know low cut pants, and like this is like his little like I said these are you know these are very much male things that are yes. you know you know kind of plucked from here hitherto you know from one decade or another. It doesn't really matter. None of this matters. <laughs> You know, no. to, to create visual interest because they know that the audience for this isn't actually, you know, contemporary teenage girls. No, no. I don't know who the audience of this is beyond James Franco. You know, it's 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 men who still, you know, fantasize about that, you know, goth girl they liked in high school or college. <laughs> <laughs> that, you know, they they wouldn't have minded seeing her make out with girls as long as she made out with them, too. Yeah. Uh, so the opening of the movie, I'll put that in dick fingers. Um, we meet Pearl. Um, her parents are out and her girlfriend comes over and she's like, I'm, oh, I'm going to take pictures of you. And um, then she gives her a ring and then she goes, I love you. And it's not just witchboard where people don't react to the words. I love you. Uh, <laughs> where they react badly because it happens here too, where she's like, mm, I like you a lot. I definitely want to get in your pants, but I don't know. I love you is where I need to go. And then there's biting happens and blood happens. And uh, Pearl goes, Oh, I'm a vampire. I stake you in the heart <laughs> just as a base reaction. And then she runs for her life into the forest where we hear, and I shit you not, a werewolf howl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I confronted this a little bit on the idiot, uh, inside the idiot box uh, with my old uh, pals. And uh, we watched uh, a Nancy Drew Hardy Boys mystery in which they went to Castle Dracula. And every time you had an exterior shot, there was a werewolf owl. 16 and all by the time it was over. <laughs> and I thought I might be in league with that here. Luckily, it, it doesn't so much continue you might, to happen. You, you might be hoping that at some point, like this pack of teen, sexy teen vampires runs into a pack of sexy teen werewolves nope nothing that cool happens here no that would be awesome but well, no, though that would be twilight which this right. movie very much does not does not want you to think it's trying to be yeah twilight is so stupid whereas this movie is not twilight baby and if you're like <laughs> well twilight has a legit plot you, whether you care for it or not is up to you but <laughs> Also, twi- also, Twilight is quite happily made for a teen girl audience where yes. this is not. No, absolutely not. Uh, so Pearl, <laughs> once she realizes that she's in desperate need of blood, here comes uh, the DoorDash for blood. The Bobo cast of the craft just drops a boy off in the woods. And then five years later, um, we are in dire close-up of Ivan Sergei, who's another returning cast member of the original yeah, uh, Mother he, May he, Sleepy he, Danger. He was the danger of the title. He was the danger. So dangerous. And he's turned into an even more dangerous thing. Um, a professor, a teacher, <laughs> uh, something James Franco also fashioned himself to be. And we know how that turned out. But this lame-ass Twilight debate that they're having, you know, I'm sure in their minds they're like, ooh, we're really breaking the seal on the fact that horror and queerness is uh, new and revolutionary. And you're like, well, I certainly don't want to hear about it from Ivan Sergei. <laughs> <laughs> seems like a nice enough dude. Like I'm happy he's getting worse uh, work and everything, but you know, I'm happy he's getting worse. Sorry, my friend, uh, you're not my friend, but I wish you no ill will. Uh, we all take work uh, to pay for our houses. Twilight is not about teen sex. It is about, a vampirism that is devoid of it. It's uh, without a sexuality to it. Vampires are known for inserting and for fluids. And the, now blood doesn't have a driving factor. It's, it's scent. It's how do I put this? Uh, so that people will understand the Mormonism of it all. It's the soaking of vampire stories. <laughs> so, <laughs> Um, we get a, a podcast joke, which is great. I mean, what kind of shitty podcast started in 2016? I know, a good right? one, that's it's for sure. Fucking embarrassing. Oh my god, what it is. Gross. Just the grossest. Um, I believe this is when you texted me the following quote. Uh, these outfits the vampire girls are wearing are killing me. They look like Jim Henson's craft babies. <laughs> which is a good joke. <laughs> like I, that needs to be in here. Like we can't fucking forget that. I mean, if you if you miss uh, the days of trying to uh, struggle to put on a choker <laughs> before uh, going out and uh, hoping you hook up with somebody so you can make yeah. out to them to mm-hmm. uh, to to smashing pumpkins, uh, uh, <laughs> gish, or uh, or you know the single soundtrack. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or or to a uh, whole celebrity skin. Yeah, yeah, that's you, another one. Th- this is that. Uh, this is the movie for you. Yes, a lot, a lot of crushed velvet. 
Yes. A lot of uh, flouncy dresses. A lot of fake corsets. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm not saying I don't love the outfits. They right. just remind me of the shit I wore 25 years ago. They are weirdly out of place, but not so out of place that you feel like, oh, this is a throwback. It's just everyone is wearing a different era of outfit for no it, particular it is, reason. It is somebody associated with this movie finds these type this type of clothing very sexy, and that somebody <laughs> is probably Professor James Franco. Speaking of Professor James Franco, he's, his performance here in the audition scene, uh, get used to it. Um, my suggestion for everyone, if, if you are going to watch this movie, it's about an hour and 25 minutes long. Uh, my suggestion to you is to write down when you think at what minute you're going to see James Franco stand up. Now you think, well, come on, I've seen James Franco stand up before. Well, not in this movie. He's contractually obligated to remain seated until one seat in which he stands and then he sits back down again. So like even my favorite part is <laughs> is towards the end of the movie uh-huh. when uh the uh, the vampire girls give up all pretenses of just you know going undercover, I guess, to <laughs> right, yeah. to be in this play. And yeah. and uh our lead girl, Leah, is that her name? Yes. Um yes, she runs off, they run after her in, in the middle of doing the play. Yes. Because because the these vampire girls are are are, are so you know are such professionals <laughs> and, and so dedicated to to you know keeping a low profile that they not only audition to be in this play to to keep an eye on her I mm-hmm. guess yeah. um, uh-huh. they also show up to be in the play right and, but in the middle of it they all leave and and, yes. and James Franco who is the director of the play just sort of is like hey where are you going and that's it. <laughs> Hey, where are you going? Also, Tori Spelling is like, Leah, as she she runs up the aisle. Like, yeah, uh, maybe that's part of the play. You don't know. Just sit down, Tori Spelling. But no. Um, So, yeah, I don't understand how this group of Nightwalkers um, auditioned for a local college production of Macbeth. And then somehow that equals dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign, but dollar sign is Leah joining their girl gang. I yeah, it, fucking it, it, don't understand. For some reason, and I, maybe I, I missed it. I, I don't know. It's extraordinarily important that Leah be brought into this fold. Yeah. Uh, I, I think, I, think she's been designated to join for some reason it's 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 never actually explained and we're uh, never given a reason why she should you know they're, just, they're of course you know and they're on a, they're on the kind of college campus where you know there's a weight limit to get accepted <laughs> to the to the school and it, maybe it's, right. it's it, maybe it's a college slash modeling modeling agency at the same time so they, they have their pick of extraordinarily attractive young women that they could you know bring into their vampire coven. Uh, but, but for it's some reason, it's got to be Leah. It's got to be Leah because to wear the kind of pants that she does, you have to get two haircuts. That's a callback, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. And so there's this one kid who also auditions and we see his audition and like, yeah, he should not be a lead. Um, but he's so freaked out 
that his role has been swiped out from underneath him by two girls groping one another while reading directly from the script that he leaps directly to homophobia. Uh, also, they're not great actors and neither is he. No. So there no, you th- go. this is some Swim Pickens that they, that they uh, cast this, uh, this production of Macbeth from. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the stately manner of Tori spelling, um, when she shows up and the camera focuses on her for a brief minute, I thought, is that the ghost of Cesar Romero? Because <laughs> there's a, a weird thing where they the, the amount of lip filler has given her the impression of a mustache. Now she does not have one, but it almost looks like Cesar Romero's Joker where they painted over his mustache because he refused to shave it off. Um, but it's her face and I don't want to make fun of her face. I think she is lit badly. It's not, it is a lighting problem here. No, all, all, all the lighting is reserved for the frequent making out scenes between Pearl <laughs> and Leah. So, you know, let's, let's jump right to that. Yeah. Like this is for a, 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 a lifetime movie. This is surprisingly racy. It I mean, is you, 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 so much making out that yeah, it's like daring you to believe lesbians exist. Yeah. There's no nudity. But but there's a it's lot as of making close to out a, no nudity as I've ever seen a life. There's a lot of time. grinding. So I mean, if you're if you're you know if you're interested in for that, hey, you know what? It's a gold mine. Yeah, God bless. I mean, I, the thing that always turned that really turned my head <laughs> when we watched it originally, and even here, is the uh, fingering from behind with real motion happening. Now, I don't mean to say this as a prude, like, oh, I refuse to, like, I'm somehow grossed out by that. Nothing of the kind. It's just that it's not what you're expecting from a lifetime sex scene. It's just so much more graphic that you're like, did I change the channel to Cinemax? Because that's the way it comes off. Again, not, I don't have a problem with sex in movies, everyone. I'm not that much of a square. But, I was surprised at how much scissoring and uh, fingering is really directly implied in this made-for-cable movie. That's that's supposed to be, you know, I guess it's supposed to be kind of campy. I don't know. Nobody knows what campy means anymore. No, campy just, for some people, it's like intentionally bad. And that's not what camp is, everyone. And and, and I'm I'm tired of the discourse on that because nobody knows what it means anymore. It's lost meaning because because the ideas are taken out of the creators of camp and designated by other people who have a passing idea of what it is. So is this camp? I don't. If it's if it's intentional badness, this movie is not as gloriously intentionally bad. It just makes wild fucking decisions. It's just more of a bonkers TV movie. It's just bonkers. It, it's it's a movie that presents a lot of questions that it does not even attempt to answer. Right. And, and but also it, it does it in a way where well, why would you want to know that? That's stupid. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, why why does it matter, you know, where these vampires come from and, and you know, how their, you know, their hierarchy works? Like, well, it kind of matters that, you know, it, it, you know, it raises the stakes. It makes more, you know, it makes it more interesting. You Can you kill them in the traditional manner? Are they afraid right. of crosses? You know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, we, they barely have names. 
No, you you asked they're, me they're in, in, in the chat, like, oh, is this this vampire's name? I'm like, I don't know. And the, and the internet doesn't know. They're inter- so it's very they're inter- hard to tell you. They're interchangeable. They, they, look, they, they all look like they could be like sisters, which yeah. I, again, I guess is intentional. I, I don't know. Mm. But there's a, there's a, you know, the, the movie, it, it, at times it suggests that nobody really notices them. And then there's this, you know, this epilogue that just negates the entire premise of the movie. If if it matters, if it matters to Pearl that they say, you got to turn this vampire, then I need to know why it's so fucking important. Why is it important that, why does it have to be her? Right. And then, but then at the end of the movie, you know, they're all, you know, torn up. One, two, one of the girls is literally missing both of her eyeballs. (laughs) And they go into, they're still going and they're walking into college parties and just like grinding up against people and nobody notices this. Yeah. But is it one of those things where are you know, are they doing you know is it some sort of uh, you know mind trickery? Well, then say that show them yeah. doing something like that earlier in the movie because you we, have to give me a reason why nobody notices that one of these people has half their face ripped off. Yeah, I mean, they de- describe themselves as night walkers, yet they walk around in, in the middle of the day. Not a fucking problem. They also photograph well. So there, there's another thing out of it. We don't know. I assume a stake to the heart kills them because the one vampire appears to die. But then Pearl takes the stake, as it were, out which in some vampire movies would mean that person can get up and walk around again, but they sustain damage. They walk around without, like if you put on your bingo card for this episode, there's going to be some eye gouging and someone's throat is going to be fucking ripped out. That happens in this movie. Like it's out of nowhere and the rules make no sense. And Tori Spelling should be a vampire at the end of this, given the rules they show, but she doesn't show up again. I, I was waiting for her to be leading the pack of vampires, but no, the date rapist now appears to be the head vampire, which is baffling as a decision. Right, because because the whole you know, premise of this movie up to this point was that it was some sort of you know wank 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 girl power thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, where you know these these you know vampire girls you know, get together and they pick off victims. You know, and I guess the joke is this is why they hang around college campuses all the time. Right. They go to college parties and find dudes who are in the middle of date raping someone, drag him away and kill him, which apparently I guess the rash of murders that take place on this college <laughs> campus, this is never mentioned. Like you no. don't even, you, you don't even see like, you don't see like any kind of, you know, scene of anybody on the news watch, you know, about like, you know, a serial killer on campus. You yeah, know, if there's they're no going, plot broadcasting network, right? If they're going here. to, if they're going to different college campuses and doing it, that's that's unclear. Uh, but but this is how they feed apparently by yeah. by you know, you know finding these terrible dudes and killing them and and find I guess that's cool. But then to mangle the, a meme format, they girl boss too close to the grave. Right. <laughs> and then, but at the end of the movie, like there now the, the head vampire is this guy who is mad because, because Leah doesn't want to go out with him because Leah's a lesbian. Yeah. <laughs> which is, yeah. which I don't know. You know, if, if I was a dude, that'd be a 
pretty good reason for someone to turn me down if I ask her out on a date. Yeah, like, it's not me. It's that you don't find any male attractive. Uh, hey, go right, with I, God. I literally like, don't have what you want. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not bringing to the table anything you would want. I still find you attractive, but I'm going to have to put that in a little box and label it misguided. Um, as Ivan Sergei says at one point in his constant lecture on the movie, it's a form of misguided heterosexuality, as if there's any other kind. <laughs> I mean, here's a couple. If I had written this movie mm-hmm. and you know, slapped my hand and take away my laptop, if I did, mm-hmm. uh, there are so many ways that this could have taken the, the camp aspect and, and you know, you know, written it into, you know, written it into glory. Yeah. And, and that is, you know, you know, make people aware that something's going on. For yeah. one thing, make people you go for a little bit of that scream esque, you know, people are kind of, you know, freaked out, but still trying to, you know, you know, enjoy the college experience at the same time because people are being murdered on this right. campus and, and no one is it's it's never mentioned. Nothing ever it, comes of it. It's almost as if the movie has a ceiling on speaking characters. And so as they went through the script, they're like, well, you're going to have to take out all this reaction to what is actually happening because we can't pay for these people to talk. So everyone else is mum. You just watch them drain a guy of blood, which appears to be carbonated, uh, which I found odd. Uh, I'm not entirely sure that blood is carbonated, but maybe he's had a lot of hard seltzer. Who can say? And then Tori Spelling it begins to act like Nightwalker, New Mexico mom ranger, and just constantly look, you know, seek out in the middle of the night, like Batman, what is happening with my daughter? Oh, well, I love that, that, you know, the reason, you know, obviously, you know, the first thing that she's concerned about is that her daughter's a lesbian. Yes. <laughs> Very but then, concerning. But, but then this, this kid, Bob, Bill, whatever the hell his name is. Bob. So you know, he's 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 upset that that Pearl you know you know you, you threw him over even though he never appeared to have a chance with her in the first place. No, you know, no. for for this girl you know for this girl Pearl. Um, so he calls Leah's mom and in the most unconvincing phone conversation I've ever heard in my life says, uh, "Yeah, um, you know that girl Pearl she's she's been going out with." Um, she does bad things. <laughs> She's into bad stuff. And 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 uh, Tori was like, my God, <laughs> you know, all, all this one doofus who calls her, you you her her college friend Bob, uh-huh. who who as best as I can tell, you know, has not ever actually met her. That no. that Leah has only mentioned him in passing, and for some reason. You know, she has, you know, Tori Spalling has assumed that this is the person that Leah's going to bring home for to meet her, but it's not. It's Pearl. Entirely on this guy's word, <laughs> Tori Spelling has decided, well, you're not to see that that girl anymore. Right. And listen, I, I speak from personal experience. You know, nothing gets girls hotter than telling on them to their moms. They love it. it <laughs> yeah, I mean, that will, that will definitely get her to go out with you, Bob. 100 renounce her sexuality and and just you know you you figure out once and for all that you are the person she's supposed to be with speaking of fetishizing which do you think is more fetishized in this particular movie lesbianism or aerial shots of nondescript cities (laughs) 
because it's a real back and forth. I mean, also, you know, this, uh, you know, whoever, you know, was the brains behind this movie, wink, mm. wink, also <laughs> is really into uh, people taking pictures of each other. Oh my God, that is the hottest thing that has there ever is a, been. There, is, there are at least four very long scenes of yes. Pearl just snapping away, just taking pictures. And we get to see the results and we never get to see these, we never get to see them develop, but we do see some of the finished product. Um, there's so many photographs and one of them is to a song that I looked up called Call Me Stupid, the Mother May I Sleep With Danger theme, apparently. <laughs> um, very weird uh, musical choices throughout, apparently. Uh, all James Franco's uh, latest friend group uh, were put in this. Again, again, the soundtrack, very mid nineties. Yeah. It's uh, it is an odd thing to go for unless you were going to specifically state that it was happening in the nineties. Which would have been fine. I would have been fine. I, I don't know why they didn't do that, but again, you know, some movies can do the whole, this sort of, takes place at a time thing, you mm. know, in a way that creates a, a sort of sense of audience disorientation. Sure. Yeah. S- some movies do that. Well, I don't think and this it is follows the, thing. Yeah. Right. I don't think this movie's trying to do that. No, it's just incompetent. Right. I think it's just, well, how should we dress these vampire girls? Well, how do vampires dress? I don't know. They wear a lot of velvet. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I guess. <laughs> And I think it, I think partially it might have been a little bit of a nod to the Lost Boys, which 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 fine, but still, even you got the impression that they dressed like that because they were very old. Yeah, but we're never told anything like that, and it, it could be a tossed off thing. Like you've been doing this for a hundred years, you've right. been doing this for fifty years, or twenty years, or ten weeks. I don't fucking care. But it's odd that it's not mentioned at all, and it just it is very confusing. I do like, here's a question for you, Gina. And I'm just going to come right out and say it. How many steps do you think the Vampcraft girls get in a day? A lot. <laughs> like, I mean, their I mean, step counters are through the fucking roof. They walk and walk and walk. Well, does it, but does it count like, like only like a half step and you're going very slowly? <laughs> but some, but at the end of the movie, they go very fast. So there's that. <laughs> The other thing that I had to confront here was, does my mom care enough about me to follow me into the woods? God, I hope not. Uh, I That's a hard no for my mom. Not a fan of the woods is not following Mary. Just assuming the worst. She can do that at home. She doesn't have to go on a walkabout to see if that happens. Uh, they have said, like, if you put on your bingo card, this movie has an extended sex scene in a graveyard. Of course it does. Of, of course, course it, it does. does. But you would, but if I said, Hey, do you want to watch mother may I sleep with danger? Would that immediately come to mind? Oh, those two are definitely having a uh, sex in a graveyard. No, I, I, again, I did not know this was a vampire movie. <laughs> and, and it's not a secret. It's willing to keep for very long. Although some secrets, it's very willing to keep Pearl and Leah are off in the forest and she goes, well, I'm a night walker. And Leah's like, what does that mean? And I'm like, yeah, Pearl, what the fuck does that mean? And they just will not say, you know, a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> 
I can't, I don't, I don't understand when, when horror movies do that. I, I don't understand why they try to exist in a universe where these things don't already exist. Yeah. Especially it, when you're, especially like if you, if they're mentioning, if they're talking about Dracula, then they know what a vampire is. Yes. <laughs> she's in a fucking class where they're talking about vampires all the goddamn they're talking, time. They appear to be talking about vampire literature. That appears to be what their <laughs> college class is in. Which, if, but, you know, if, 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 if you know, if, damn, when I was in college, I would have loved a class entirely on vampire literature. I would have killed that class. But but, but she's just absolutely puzzled at what, what do you mean? <laughs> yes. And, and, Again, we've confronted this, I don't know how many times, where they decide on this off-market branding for themselves. We're in a satine situation where the Catholic Church owns the copyright to Satan. They're like, well, we don't want to fuck with them, so let's change it up. <laughs> so, I, think, I think that there's like, you know, I think of it like uh, The Walking Dead, where for some reason nobody uses the word zombie. Yeah. They're walkers. And it's like, I don't, mm. what's the difference? <laughs> I don't know. I I don't honestly, because if they say vampires, everyone's going to say, well, why am I seeing them walking around in the daytime and taking fucking photographs, which is a legitimate goddamn question. But also they have fangs pop out of their fucking mouths. Nightwalker doesn't make sense either because they walk around the day. The day. Yeah. Like, again, we, again, we, we are shown so little about these vampires we don't even see where they live <laughs> they just show up for all we know they sleep in like the campus cafeteria they, oh they just they're, they're just there all the time so yeah so bob tries to date rape leah ends up getting vamped um but they don't finish the job and then he becomes a vampire and shows up to opening night of the fucking rehearsal in the meantime Leah tells her mom, hey, Bob drugged me at that single mom's Halloween party. The, at country, the country club. The, the country club to. Halloween party. You know, a, a, we, we've all been there. <laughs> Common American experience. And uh, Tori Spelling's like, come on, Bob. Like, what you believe this fucker over your own daughter about date rape? Like, you're following your own daughter into the goddamn woods. She's actually stating real fucking danger and harm that came to her. And she's like, eh. so that's the movie. Like really just doesn't do that character any fucking favors. It's just, it's nonsensical what happens, why, how everyone reacts. Uh, and then, so opening night of this thing, uh, Leah gets chased off the stage. In the, only, the only time that I, I really genuinely thought this movie was you know kind of doing something was like this sword fight where Bob's like gradually turning into a vampire. Which <laughs> yeah. I kind of like that. I if the whole yeah. movie had kind of had that absurd tone to it, I would have liked it a lot more. It suddenly becomes something akin to a fright night. And then you're like, oh th- uh, okay. Like that's a great movie to riff off of. Like there's tons of ways you could have that sort of thing with a pronounced queerness to it that would have made this infinitely more interesting. And they just fail. It's a first draft. 
of what an actual movie would be. And they just don't have the time or budget to actually go for it. And as a result, we have this weird chase where suddenly vampires are fast and uh, Pearl comes out of, uh, of the shadows and just rips out a throat, claws a chicken uh, uh, across the face, uh, gouges another girl's eyes out. This seems to stun but not kill them. Meanwhile, Leah clanks Bob in the face multiple times with uh, a gargoyle from a broken uh, headstone. And why no no one picks up a fucking stick and starts stabbing motherfuckers in the heart? I will not. I just don't fucking understand. And then they're like, make me a vampire. And she does. And you think movie over. And then the movie has again the balls to go one year later. And you see that <laughs> Bob, the fucking date rapist, is now the head vampire. Like, are you fucking kidding and me? They're, and they're still haunting college campuses. Right. Looking for Bob types. Uh, or, yeah, and I guess, I guess so now they're going to kill girls? I mean, great. Hey, go, oh, girl super. power, you know? I mean, what, this worked out great for everyone. Like, what is the fucking lesson I come with? Like, what is the morality of this? We, we did, well, we didn't mention that, that Tori Spelling ends up getting killed. And, and, you know, and, and Leah's, you know, kind of upset about it, but, you know, she's going to stick with Pearl anyway. Well, I think you, Pearl actually cares for her. Well, yeah, she does. <laughs> but I mean, Pearl also was, you know, sort of kind of, you know, connected to her mother getting killed. Yeah. And, and I don't know if you're going to be in a relationship with someone that you presumably are going to spend a literal eternity with. That, that's something you're going to need to work out couples couple therapy. I don't think either of these two are great decision makers. I don't know how this works out, but I hope they're doing great in Collegeburg, USA, wherever the fuck they well, end up. Well, again, we, we, we don't know. Like, not only do we not know why it's so gravely important, no pun intended, that the Leah be brought into this coven it's also not entirely clear why Pearl keeps dragging her heels about it. Yeah. Because we don't, you know, I mean, are they, are we supposed to think that they're evil? Because, you know, the, the movie kind of sets up that, no, not really, because they're killing yeah. bad people. Yeah. They're, so, like, what is the like pro- Batman. What is the problem here that she doesn't want to, you know, she doesn't want to turn Leah? I mean, Leah seems very into her, so I I, yeah. I don't know, you know what the reluctance is because they never explain it. Uh, Leah does not want to live a life where she's out of pants. She wants very tight, low-cut pants, and she sees all these girls. They're all in dresses. She's like, oh, that's not the life I want to live. <laughs> I think. I, fuck if I know. It's very confusing. We can't even play Choose Your Own Death Venture because it's up for debate whether or not anyone actually dies. Well, I guess the guy at the... Uh, the girl, the, the vampire girl from the beginning. And yeah. Like, so do you want to be bit by a vampire or bit by a fucking vampire? Or, I don't understand yeah. why he dies and Bob doesn't. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. Why does Tori Spelling die and Bob does? I don't, I, this movie doesn't understand what it's trying to do. And so therefore it takes all, all, all the fun out of our fucking little game. All the fun we have is just making fun of it. And sorry, kids, that's what we have to do. Um, So uh, that is it for today. Uh, Fun assignment for everyone. 
Um, we need your questions for Scream. We're going to wrap up the Scream franchise. We're going to do one of our little wrap-ups that we usually do uh, before we wrap up a season. So we need your Scream questions. Like, what is what didn't we talk about? What are your questions you want to hear about from us? Uh, we're going to do this before Scream uh, 2022 comes out. And then when it does, unless uh, COVID wipes out everything uh we're gonna see it we each have our tickets where we're very safely separated from other people and we're gonna watch it and review it the week after that but we need your questions first so if you can hit us up on twitter the facebook group instagram anywhere we are hit up gina's uh twitter you, you get people to talk to you all the time people ignore me like i'm a leper oh Talk to Patrick. He's a lot of fun. He's one of my favorite people. <laughs> there, there's five and a half years of evidence to the contrary of how fun I am. Um, but please reach out to us with your screen questions. We'd love to hear it. Uh, rate and review us on iTunes or Spotify now allows you to uh, rate us. Uh, you have to listen to an episode all the way through, which I think is a very good idea. Um, but if you're listening to the show here, guess what? <laughs> you're almost at the end. You have to listen to the end. And then it allows you to give us a rating. We'd, we'd love to be rated by you. Um, and, you know, tell us what your favorite kill is in any of the films that we've covered or even one that we haven't. And we'll talk about here here on the air. That's our solemn promise to you. The Kill by Kill. Listener, Gina, where can people find you on these here internets? I write about uh, movies and television at thespool.net. Um, mm -hmm. A recent review I did is of the very good The Lost Daughter with uh, uh -huh. Olivia Coleman, uh, Dakota Johnson, Jesse Buckley. Good stuff, good stuff. And it's kind of a horror movie in its own way. It's a mm. horror of being a parent. And it, oh, can... <laughs> <laughs> And at the end of the month, I will be covering uh, safely from my little home of uh, Sunday, this year's Sundance Festival. Uh, and I am on Twitter uh, at Gina Does Things. And I'm on there too often. So feel free to seek me out. I probably will answer you. Do it today, people. Check it out. Uh, you know what's happening next week. Uh, more Scream Talk. And then Scream 2022. And then season three is over. But there's so much more coming your way. We will pick back up with After Dark uh, after season four begins. Um, but, and what will we be covering? Uh, what franchise will it be? What franchises might it be? Who's to say? You will find out what we do on Kill by Kill. Until then, don't worry, folks. The body count will continue. For myself and Virginia, bye-bye, everybody. Bye. bye.